0: Welcome to the Church on the Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could be with us today. Uh, it's good to be back on the podcast. Uh, you know, it was you know questionable whether we could make it this week but with all the snow and everything, but being that we live only like 40 feet from the church, we somehow made it happen.
1: We dug out. We've we dug it out. Our way. <laughs> it is still February. It's 2019, in case you're listening to this in the future. We always like to think about you, future people. Yeah. Um, I guess everybody's listening to it. In, in the future. future, that's true. That's a deep that's, thought for today. That is deep. All right. Well, uh, what are we? What do we want to talk about today? We're going to talk about Acts twenty eight verses one through ten. Yes. That is definitely on the agenda. And if you want to get your Bibles ready, Acts twenty eight one through ten is is going to be the scripture we talk about today. Um, but. What else do we have on the docket?
0: Well, you know we've we've on uh, the agenda. We've got a men's breakfast coming up this Saturday. Oh, yeah. that's always delicious.
1: I um, think there's very few men very who eat breakfast men that men listens. Probably. I, I don't know.
0: Men's breakfast. There's I, men's I, retreat I, coming up.
1: But our male listenership is pitiful. Not if you're a man listening to this, I'm not calling you pitiful. You pitiful. Just no. the number I, of I, men who listen. Is I, pitiful. Have you ever had a conversation with a man who's listening to this podcast? I think Butch listens. Oh well, hi Butch.
0: <laughs> that's but good. He may, he may
1: be the only one. Well, I hope I yeah. I I Tony, hope there's more. Tony we will have to. Me to. About it once. Okay, yeah. well, it's, so we got so a guy maybe. named Tony and a guy named Butch, and uh, that's good. I'll to see
0: good. if I can get my dad hooked up, listening to it. You know, expand. You know, back there into the Midwest and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, Same. but if you do listen and you're out there and you're male, we are not trying to offend you. We would like to know that you're out there. Yes. And feel free to share it with other males and females. So we have a <laughs> men's on. breakfast Saturday, but more importantly, we have a men's retreat coming up at Ross Point. Yeah. Uh, March eight and 9th. Uh, so come to that if you can't check it out at rosspoint.org. Uh, yeah, it's going to be
0: great. Yeah. Uh, Theme is the armor of God. We'll be looking at that scripture from uh, the sixth chapter of Ephesians and uh, talking about what it means to
1: be prepared for the battle we're in. All right. So it's going to be great. Um, we got Lent just around the corner in early March. It starts on that? March 6th, sixth? Ash Wednesday. Yeah. We have a couple Ash Wednesday op- options. We've got one downtown. No, wait. Not done. Not We've no. got an Ash Wednesday morning option at Holy Trinity Chapel. We'll be talking about that, and I think a dedicated podcast coming up about Lent and Ash Wednesday and Jonah. Yeah. But uh, the uh, we're gonna be talking about Jonah in Lent. So we we're we're encouraging a book to be read by folks called uh, that was called Jonah. It's in the Bible. It's Jonah. It's a in great the Bible. book. Yeah, yeah that, four
0: chapters. You can do it. Read that. So
1: read that. That's what everybody should read. Then, if you want to supplement that, there's oh, a book yes. by Tim Keller called "The Prodigal Prophet." That's about Jonah, uh, prophet as in truth speaker, not prophet as in money. Right. Yes, the prodigal prophet. Uh, so we have some of those books. They're selling fast. We might get another. Um, set of them to get to y'all but anyway uh, lots of things coming up but for now we're about to finish the book of Acts Tim yeah can you believe it I can't did you get to preach through this whole thing I don't remember I don't when we started I don't think so I think because you preach I, I, on Sundays one thirty pm at Bishop <laughs> Place in Pullman yeah and I I and think do, I hopped you, in maybe uh, maybe six or eight chapters and
0: did you save all your
1: sermons or do you delete them immediately after you preach them
0: some of them I delete because they're really? just that bad. No way! Really? Uh, Are you serious?
1: No. <laughs> no okay. Um, no. 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 So you you you, um, you saved yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. So you could yeah, you could there, figure out where somewhere. you started. I could. And then you could write all those other ones. I could. Uh, just on your own.
0: But, or if you, you
1: know, could, if you fill in for me or other people, you could say, "Well, I'm going to just start preaching from the beginning of Acts, so I can have a whole yeah. set." Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. So you can say, a little collector's know. edition of Sermons. Yeah. yeah, by Tim Severs. <laughs> yeah. Um, I cool.
0: don't know that any of mine are worth collecting, but uh, I have enjoyed oh. this journey through the Book of Acts. Acts has always been uh, one of my favorite books of the Bible, and uh, I'm you know I'm really excited. Should we do a
1: retrospective? Is that what it's called when you like kind of go? Back, oh, it. You know, remember when? You know. And our thoughts and reflections on yeah. the journey of Acts. I've been asking people to share what have they learned, what did they experience, what has God convicted them yeah. of in this journey, and and maybe it would be good for us to do that. I, I don't know if I'm prepared right now. I mean, yeah. we were having some yeah, conversations yeah. No, I think that'd in be, this nature, but uh, that'd yeah. That would be interesting, yeah, yeah,
0: to really think about that and maybe put together a podcast about that, Reflections on Acts, and kind of looking back and... There's a ton here that's just been really good for me personally, and I hope for our church and and community, and and uh, <coughs> I'm gonna be sad to see it go, uh, you know. But there's something neat too about finishing something up and being able to move on and start something new. So I'm also looking forward to our Jonah series event yeah. um, and the rest of what we have for the year, but. Yeah, if, you know, I had a couple people, I mentioned that you were interested in reflections on Acts, and I asked a couple, you were gone one Sunday, and I was preaching, and I, I asked people, you know, send them to me, if you have any, well, I'd like to throw a couple in the newsletter. Um, I got two, oh, you know, great. which I thought was great, you know, the next day, but I'd like to have maybe eight reflections that we could kind of just, Eight, that means know, we have six more. Like, just a, a couple of sentences or a paragraph of how Acts has impacted people that we could kind of even a well crafted
1: hashtag. I yeah, mean, yeah, whatever it would
0: be worth it. Yes, yeah,
1: you know. So, if you're out there listening and you've been hearing any of our discussions or sermons or Bible studies on Acts in the last months, or if you've been here the whole journey, yeah, share with us something. Uh, a couple of sentences, a paragraph, we would love that. Tim at dot is his email, and Get it in soon, and it can get uh, in the newsletter, but we could figure out how to incorporate it some other way. Uh, So we'll do a retrospective. Not right now, but but Acts teaches us about faithfulness, teaches us about how real the Holy Spirit was in the lives of these believers as they went out and shared the good news of Jesus. And uh, it's just a dramatic story after dramatic story, and that really continues in our our text today. Um, They just had shipwrecked. Right? They went yeah. through the storm. This is Paul's umpteenth million <laughs> shipwreck or whatever. But they, they they, had just shipwrecked and they're they're on an island. They don't even know what island at first, right? Yeah,
0: because they they had... The scripture before I had described it, they had, they had uh, sunless days and starless nights and they had been tossed about in the sea and they didn't know which direction they were going or where they were and they thought maybe they were going to uh, run aground in
1: Africa... Um have, you, and, have has your life ever been like that Tim where you just felt like no direction? Yeah. Just yeah. dark at night, dark Some, at day. Sometimes
0: I you know, I That's, don't think
1: I'm the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Well they and so they didn't know where they didn't know where they were.
0: Yeah, so they 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 crash uh they crash they had into to a find reef
1: themselves. <laughs> they, <laughs> this is not anyway.
0: Anyway, they crash <laughs> on a reef and they um they they all you know two hundred seventy six people on board make it safely to the shore of the unknown island, which they soon discover is Malta, uh, off the coast of Italy.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, a relatively small island, uh, but has a decent economy and um, and is able to support this large of a group. Um, but they they end up there and. and so many interesting things about this. Uh, you know, why would God have them land on this island? Why doesn't He just, you know, get Paul to Rome safely and quickly? Why this stop? That's one of my questions. Why uh, soon after they get there, they're warming themselves by a fire. Paul is Paul is chipping in. You know, he's got a big bundle of sticks, and out of the sticks jumps a, a serpent, a viper, and latches onto him, um, and that's pretty cool. Uh, that's not cool. That's bad. It's bad. But it's but, cool that he, but does he just he,
0: like shakes it off into the fire, and they think right. These uh, the natives of Malta. They think well, he's going to, you know, swell up and die or something there uh-huh. with this uh, snake bite. But lo and behold, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he suffered he's, he's no just harm. Fine. Yeah.
1: Yes. He shakes it off into the fire. Just whoosh. yeah. I made a hand motion. The listener yeah. can't see that, but he just yeah just. Whoosh. You yes, can, just, you can hear the snake going into the fire. Yes, whoosh, you know. Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. But you can imagine I'm the <laughs> <sizzle>. voice. <laughs> then they had snake for dinner. Well, you know, <laughs> my grandmother and my great uncle ate rattlesnake when they were high schoolers back in West Virginia. Yeah. And You knew that. No. Oh. But okay. you can. Well, well, uh, they a local yeah. paper wrote a, uh, a newsletter or a, new, uh, a local paper wrote an article, an article. about it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And anyway, and tastes but, like chicken. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that is not the point of this story, but, uh, but isn't, this? You know, these people were like, uh, wow, all these people showing up on our shore and then this guy gets bitten by a snake. So, I mean, the as you were saying, the kind of conclusion is he survived a shipwreck and yet the gods are going to take care of him with this snake. He must be a really bad dude. He must be a murderer, uh, which he actually was sort of a murderer, right? We yeah, talked about I this think in you Bible could. study yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think bit. you could uh yeah. He was complicit in the murder of, in Stephen, the of Stephen at a yeah. minimum. Yeah. And maybe yeah. others. Uh, so he, but that doesn't mean they're right. They, they're just following their superstitious worldview. Yeah, view.
0: yeah. And and but he doesn't die. And there there was legends in the time that uh people who escaped, you know, from shipwrecks and they've been known to be bitten by snakes and die and so they they have this very kind of uh, basic belief that that's what's happening, uh, but Paul, you know, through God's power, of course, uh, <laughs> proves that belief wrong, and he ends up um, moving. You know, his his life was not in danger, but the the life of um, the the chief man of the island, Publius, his father. Well, was, just a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're
1: you're you're going to the next part of the story here. Okay, I'm gonna put the brakes on. <laughs> but, but maybe
0: I should let you just go I don't for know. it. Well, it's, well, it's I all over now. We we'll just have to go with you. I, well, I'm,
1: I'm <laughs> sorry, Tip. I'm not trying to offend. Uh, no. But I, I think we see here like a competition of worldviews sure. um, yeah. on this little island, and um, between their their views of how evil is dealt with, they kind of have a what I would say a superstitious worldview versus a Christians have a supernaturalistic worldview we're not called to be superstitious in the simplistic way I think that these people were you know we don't just read our horoscopes or say a bad thing happened that means we did a bad thing you know we don't believe in this uh a system of karma or a, a superstitious worldview although we do believe in a god who can supernaturally or intervene in the world he can supersede his rules because he made them just like I'm a parent I make the rules in a household right with my wife but we can say okay kids we, you can have ice cream for breakfast now that is not exactly like what God does but God can make the rules and he can intercede in the rules and that's very supernaturalism versus superstition is in this text does that make sense yeah. so they are superstitious like that's how they explain the world around them the Christians show up, and they're going to show him, well, there's actually a much bigger worldview here. There's a God who is over nature, and uh, something, there's a much bigger story going on here. And, and God kind of sets it up for them to tell about it. Then yeah. what happens, Tim? Well, I, I'm just going to leave it all to you. No, I, no, I don't, no, no. Then what I, happens? I so got you, us off track. So. You didn't get us off track. I just wanted to... I, I was burning inside with that desire yeah. to well, share yeah. that part.
0: And that <laughs> was good. I both. think you're right, and it's good to point that out for listeners, um, both of them. But, uh, Stop so, it. <laughs> sorry. There's at least four. Thanks, moms. Uh, <laughs> and Christina. And Christina, yeah. From Chelan County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, so then Paul ends up... Uh, Publius. Heat, healing Publius' father, who is uh, terribly sick. Um, and who is Publius? He was the chief man of the island.
1: He's the proton. Is that what they called him? It's something like that. It's the, In the Greek, it's something like the chief dude, the, the first chief. guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Whatever that is. and they, And they have found some inscriptions on the island of things that are similarly worded. So this seems to be an official title of some sort for people mm-hmm. on that island. Uh, he's a chief man, I think, is how it was translated in our ESV. I might have that wrong, but um, yeah, he's sick. He's got dysentery. He's not doing well, and and you know, in this in this time in this <laughs> ancient time, oof. people who suffer from that illness,
1: it's not good.
0: Man. More likely than not, they're gonna die. You could die. And uh, it's if you ever played bad.
1: Oregon Trail, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, yes. you're gonna die you're dysentery, gonna die. or it's somebody just, in your party is gonna yeah. die dysentery.
0: Yeah, and Paul though goes and prays and lays his hands on him and. And heals him. And it's not... It wasn't... You pointed out as we talked in Bible study. It's not this gradual, he just got better. The word that's used in in, in Acts, it means that it was an instant healing. Right. It's he not instantly better. He
1: didn't give him some, uh, you know, echinacea or yeah, something yeah. or whatever. Take um, two cookies, call me in the morning, right. and you'll uh, be he, all well. It was not a medical healing. No. Uh, it was not a natural medicine thing. He prayed and healed him god the power of god through paul's faith healed this man and i think so that's again a supernatural act but it's also a miracle so we kind of had two miracles um of the 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 viper not hurting paul and now this man um getting healed and obviously god is wanting to do something like god gives miracles for a reason mm-hmm. right yeah. um and i i I think we've seen clearly through the book of Acts that he gives miracles in order to, to uh, point to Jesus Christ. Um, so the early church was able to do miracles to set up the sharing of the good news of Jesus and... It certainly would have had the attention, or did get the attention of the whole island, didn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Because soon they bring all the sick people to Paul. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, <laughs> like, and wouldn't we? Wouldn't yeah, we do that we, you, if we? You, yeah, if we were on Malta and like, um, we heard that there are people that can kind of defeat death. I mean, they're, that's what they're doing. They they yeah. stopped. Paul didn't die because of the viper. Publius' father didn't die from dysentery. Holy cow. Um, and a
0: whole bunch of other people didn't die from whatever they were Let's go get suffering our family healed, from, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, whatever you're doing on the island that day, probably you want to change your priorities, right? Yeah. Like, if you're watching a movie or something, eating some popcorn <laughs> with milk, you know, you probably are like, I'm going to go see the healer, guys. Yeah. You know? I, I and would. That's, and do and, and you think... Uh, Paul just probably charged like a buck a head, or what? What was the? It was a money making scheme. Yeah,
0: well, there's no indication of that, and that's certainly not Paul's. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't think he did either. Tim, <laughs> modus operandi. I, I, so, so <laughs> the point what? wasn't money. The no, point was to the, get an audience yeah. for the gospel, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: and 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 it ends up that you know they're there on that island, healing people and sharing the good news for some three months, uh, and so Paul had three a tr- months. Three months. Yeah. You know, before they could catch a ship to sail safely to Rome.
1: In three um, months, winter's almost going to be done.
0: Here. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll find out. But, uh, yeah. yeah, Isn't it interesting how God works in such strange ways to accomplish his purposes? And, uh, you know, we wouldn't, of course, envision or choose a shipwreck or choose to be stranded on an island, or choose to be bitten by a snake, or choose to have disease, but God intervenes in strange ways uh, to accomplish his purposes.
1: You know, I was uh, listening to a sermon about this, um, I think it was by Alistair Begg, um, and he made the point that if this is in the time frame we think it is, you know, so around 80 60, that this is also the time where Paul Paul had a thorn in the flesh that he prayed for it to be removed, so this is after that, and so meaning that Paul in himself has some kind of ailment, some kind of issue that that God didn't heal, you know, we, we wouldn't choose that if we could, we no. would choose, heal me of all things, you know, but here he is a a man with his own physical brokenness, whatever it is. We don't know what the thorn in the flesh was, but here he's being used to to heal others. It's the power of God healing. But I, I and I just think that that is a powerful image about the church. Is that you know we we might have things that don't go just the way we thought or wanted. We might pray for certain pains. Or issues to be removed in our life, and yet God calls us to be faithful to uh, the mission He lays before us, and yeah. and it may very well be to help somebody get healing that we don't get, yeah. You know, uh, and that's that's a deep thought that I've been thinking about. So, but but God cared about these people on this little island of Malta. Like this was definitely not on the itinerary of Paul, and yet it was on God's itinerary uh, to have His servants, you know, as far as we know, just three out of the 276, Paul, Aristarchus, and Luke, right? Right. Unless there were some unnamed friends. And those three get to be God, Christ's witnesses to this little island, and that made a huge impact on those people's lives. Yeah. You know, God had a plan not just to get Paul to Rome, uh, but also to get Paul to Rome through Malta. Yeah. With this group of people, the uh, the shipmates, too, if we want to call them that, because I think they're still being impacted. yeah, you know they, they uh, yeah, and then in the in the as the story wraps up, I think it's you know, they
0: end the people of the island end up blessing. Not just Paul, but the whole ship. They says they gave him everything they needed to continue their right. voyage.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, because when you get shipwrecked on an island, I don't know if you know this, but when your 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 boat runs aground and you've already thrown all your food into the water, you're, <laughs> you're kind of up the creek without a paddle. And, right. And they didn't have anything. They escaped with their lives. Which Technically, you're enough, on an island without
1: a boat. Uh, but yeah. Well, same thing. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly,
0: but you know they they end up being provided for by these people. So it had a huge impact on them to to open their hearts to that much generosity in such a short time. There, You well, have to believe that God was working something pretty extraordinary there.
1: Here's how I think of that. Grace should lead to grace, right? The grace of God should cause us to be gracious people. Um, and God was gracious to the island of Malta and those people, they didn't earn anything to deserve these healings or this presence but God loved them mm-hmm. wanted to pour out his grace on them and he did through Paul and his team and then when they experienced God's grace one of the natural responses of of that is wanting to be gracious and um, and I think that that's what we're seeing there you know so may we experience the the grace of God and in return may we be gracious um, so so well, it's been uh, a good time here on the uh, Church on the Hill podcast. Uh, we uh, we love all you who are listening to this, and, and hope that you you can share us with others. And uh, yeah, what else do you have to say, Tim? You got your your usual closing. Oh, just that we you know I just hope people
0: are encouraged by the message of Acts and um, you know these stories. This cause I don't want to call them stories. You know these are real. Stories real, stories? real stories, yes. Don't you have don't, stories
1: from your life that are real? I know,
0: I know but I, sometimes it has this fictional feel to it when you say, oh, it's just a story or whatever. I'm, this is a real life story. These okay. things really happened. Yeah. Uh, and we can be challenged and encouraged uh, through them uh, and give thanks to God for for preserving them through all these years. I think they've been a real blessing to me, and I hope they've been a blessing and encouragement to uh, our church and, and anybody who's listened to any of the sermons so
1: awesome yeah. you all done i'm done okay well, we'll just, i mean the story we'll just will just wrap up next yeah week we got and,
0: two weeks yeah. uh this sunday and the next and yeah. we'll all be all done so well thank you all for listening this has been tim and Corey coming to you from our hilltop studio in the rolling hills of palouse Washington. snowy hills snowy hills wishing you a blessed week until next time